Good morning, church family. Good morning, church family. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Des, Des Childs. This is my friend Cade on piano. We're so excited to join you this morning to worship the Lord, not only with music, but with the preaching of God's word and in fellowship. So it's so good to see you all. So so nice to be here. We're from New Jersey, all the way across the bridge there. Very strange and exotic land of New Jersey. I'm going to invite you all to stand. We'll have a word of prayer, and then we'll go into worshiping God in song. Sound good? Amen. Let me pray for you. Lord, we just invite you to have your way this morning, your will, your way. We exalt you. We honor you. We love you. We praise you. Thank you so much for your love for us, that you would die on a cross, that you would rise again. And bring us into eternity. That is why we're here. Help us to worship you now in song, Lord, with our whole hearts, knowing what you have done in our lives. Let this be an outward representation of our thankfulness and gratitude to you, Lord, now. Not because we have to, but because we get to. It's yours, Lord. It's all yours forever and ever, Lord. May the kingdom be yours. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's sing. Can we get our hands together like this? We have no drummer this morning, so I need some percussion. We're going to sing this together. Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done. On earth as in heaven, right here in my heart. That again, Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done on earth as in heaven, right here in my heart. Give us this day, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us, forgive us as we forgive the ones who sin against us. Forgive them and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Let your kingdom come, Father, let your kingdom, Father, let your kingdom come, Father, let your will be It's yours, all yours, all yours, 
can be seated. Good morning. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised on this beautiful Sunday morning. Amen. Are you all filled with pancakes, sausage, and eggs today? It smells and looks very good. I can't wait to get out there and have some. As we say every week, we are so very, very happy that you are here this morning, whether you're here or in the room or whether you're at home, we are worshiping the Lord today. So if you're in the room, on your table and at your seat, you see an envelope with a card in it. If you are at home, you will see a button on your screen that says connect. The connect card looks like this on the back. If you would let us know that you're here, and if you would also take the time to record a praise report or a prayer request at the bottom, know that we will meet in small groups confidentially throughout the week to pray over your prayer concerns and your praise reports. If you submit a prayer request online, please know that the same terms apply. It's confidential. We lift your prayers to the Lord. Also, on the front of the Connect card, you will see three words, love, serve, and engage. And that is how we do ministry at Christ the Cornerstone. God loves us so much that he sent his only son to redeem us back to him. And that's the kind of love that we must, as Christians, try to show to others. Share the love that God so freely lavishes upon you with others. Then serve. Take your ten fingers, your ten toes, and use them to help tell others about God and his message of salvation and to help build his kingdom on on earth and also engage. Engage not only with those within this church, but those not within this church to share the life-changing love 
of Jesus Christ. You can take this completed card if you're in the room and drop them in the baskets that you'll find at the rear or as you exit this celebration room. Also on your table, you will see announcements for the remainder of this month and talks and shows how we show love, how we serve, and how we engage here at Christ the Cornerstone. This month is Black History Month, so the sermon today will um, pertain to the to this subject. You have the opportunity to write notes on the sermon card, and I'm I'm sure that you will find takeaways in this message. Lastly, if this is your first time here or you haven't stopped by Connect Central in a while, please stop in. A member of the Family Care Ministry will be there to greet you and offer you a small gift and have light conversation with you. We are so glad that you are here to worship with us today. Um, And we're going to ask that you turn your attention to the screens on your left and to your right, and we're going to check out some activities that are going on around the church. May the Lord richly bless and keep you is our prayer. And again, we say welcome. My name is Lynn. Welcome to CTC and thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. We have a lot going on at our campuses, so we wanted to take a few minutes and get you caught up. Ash Wednesday begins a season of repentance and cleansing our hearts as we look forward to Easter. The Bear Campus will host an Ash Wednesday service on February 14th at 6 p.m. The Ellesmere Campus will host their Ash Wednesday service at 7 p.m. that same evening. Come and join us at one of these services as we humble ourselves before God and seek his face in worship and repentance. Our next ministry partner orientation will be on Sunday, February 18th at 1245 at the Ellesmere Campus. If you have been considering partnering with us in ministry, this is a great opportunity. You will find out more about our ministries and see how you can get involved in serving. This orientation is open to anyone from either campus. So let us know you're coming. Call the Bear Campus office at 302-836-2862 or email april at aloper at ctcde.church. We live in a broken world with broken people and brokenness comes in many forms whether it be through grief, a failed marriage, or a traumatic event in your life, God is an expert at putting us back together and restoring us to see the way he sees us. If you find yourself in a season like this, we have a life group called How to Heal from Brokenness. The group meets on the first and third Saturday of each month from 1 to 3 p.m. To learn more, call the Bear Campus office or send an email to lharan at ctcde.church. Thanks for being here today. Our prayer is that you leave feeling encouraged and closer to God than ever. Please let us know if there's anything you need while you're here. You can find more information about all of our ministries by going to ctcde.church. 
You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Have a great week. Wonderful to see all of you here today, and I welcome you online if you're joining us online. It's a great day today. I'm going to ask the scouts, if, they, if those who are going to come up and be with me right now, if they'd come up now. Um, it's a busy day here at Christ the Cornerstone. Of course, everybody's uh, aware of the Super Bowl going on this afternoon, and that, that always makes a, a difference for a day's activities. But we've got our pancake breakfast today. Come on, guys, just keep coming, keep coming. We're glad to... <laughs> Glad to have you guys with us. And uh, our, our scouting ministry is, is a powerful ministry, and, and all the leaders that are, that are part of it are very aware of the impact that they have and, uh, on a young person's life, and just the program itself is, is really good. And uh, as you can see, our, our scouting program includes just uh, both uh, guys and gals, and uh, we're, we're glad for that uh, in the scouting program. So we're glad that you guys are here today. Um, I went camping with them two years ago, and they didn't invite me back. No. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was hot, and it was wet. But I had fun. It was, it was, it was a good time. And uh, some of these guys uh, were, were with me for that. Is there something coming up this summer that, that you're excited about? Yeah. Uh, summer, camp. summer camp. Where is summer camp this year? Who knows where summer camp is this year? Uh, say it again. Ten Mile River in New York. Excellent. I don't even know where that is, and I'm from New York. <laughs> That's good. Sounds fun. And uh, it's, it's a great program, and there's opportunity for, for you and, and your young ones to be involved uh, in our scouting program. Uh, run very well. So we're glad that these guys have made breakfast for us this morning. Uh, I'm not going to eat breakfast this morning because i got to work. But you got my favorite kind of sausage out there. So what I'm asking you to do is to save me some. Can you set a couple aside? No problem? Oh, no promises. Wow. <laughs> what do I have to do to get a promise? I have to come eat them. Ah. All right, well, let's see. Maybe somebody will have a little more compassion on me than Lincoln. <laughs> That's good. Well, we're, we're glad, glad for you guys to be with us today. Thank you. And uh, thank you for your hospitality uh, to all of us this morning. We're grateful for that. All right, you guys can go back. Get off my stage. <laughs> That's good. That's good. A lot, of, a lot of fun. God, we, God, God bless our young people uh, in every in every way. Uh, you know, let's just be reminded that you know they are part of the stewardship that we have, and uh, we have these scriptures that we read one one every week just to remind us of the ways that God teaches us and calls us to be generous in what we do. And these are scriptures that teach us to be faithful and to use. All of our things, and you've got an envelope on, on the table. Uh, we place them in the baskets that are by the doors or in the hallways as, as you're leaving. And that's one way that you can both express your faithfulness to God, saying, I trust God, 
for all these things. Let's, let's read this scripture together this morning. Read this with me, please. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Although he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. Powerful, powerful verse. Let's stand again as, as Des and Cade come back and, and continue to lead us in worship. I offer this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we are absolutely grateful to you for your mercy, for your kindness. We're going to hear more about the great things that you have done in our history. And God, you still desire to do great things in our lives. You call us, God, to live life. Not to suffer through, but to thrive through life. And you give us your Holy Spirit. You forgive our sins. You free us from the bondage of sin and death in our lives. And we thank you. So, God, as we sing these songs, I ask you to fall upon us with your presence, with your power. Open our ears that we might hear what you have for us to hear today. Soften our hearts, God, so that we can receive gladly even a word of correction that you give to us, a word of guidance. Maybe to some of us, God, this morning you're telling us to stop going in that direction, to turn around and trust you and to follow you. Give us the ability and the courage to trust in you. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing our prayers this morning. In your name we pray. Amen. Normally, check, 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 check. Normally, I would have my two small children with me this morning, but my son is on a Cub Scouts hike with his father, and they also took my three-year-old daughter, and I, as a tired mom, am so thankful for that. Whew, I'm tired. This is easy. This is the easy part. So speaking of thankfulness, we're going to go into a song um, called Gratitude by Brandon Lake. You might have heard it. Pastor Bill might have sang it for you. But in the chorus, it talks about throwing up your hands and worshiping the Lord that way. And to me, that's just an act of surrendering to the Lord. Really, music, worship music, is an outward symbol of what's going on inside. So if you're comfortable raising your hands, if you want to surrender to the Lord that way and show him that, that's great. If you're not, if you're not there yet, that's fine. But just having a posture of, um, of gratitude during this song Um, singing where you can is great too. The Lord loves to hear that. So are you thankful for anything this morning? Awesome. Awesome. Kate is going to lead us in this song, so join us.
so beautiful. That was like a little glimpse of heaven. This next song is called So Will I, and it's very wordy, but it's very profound. Um, So if you've heard it, great. But if you haven't, you can just look at the lyrics on the screen and just kind of soak them in. But it's about how creation sings God's praises. So how much more being made in the image of God, God's highest creation, higher above the angels, How much more should we praise him with our voices and worship him with our lives? So Kate's going to lead us in this one again. And as you speak, a hundred billion creatures catch your breath. You left the grave behind you 
Thank you, guys. Amen. You can be seated. I want to invite the kids to come forward with Miss April as we offer them a blessing uh, before they, as they go down to their rooms. Let's, uh, let's pray. God, we do thank you for this time of worship in which you have come and you've met with us this morning. We thank you, Jesus, for the truths that we have sung about. Thank you for you speaking to us even while we sing to you. Scripture says that when we lift up praises, you will come and inhabit, you live in the praises of your people. So we come, Jesus, simply this morning. And Lord, we thank you for our children who are here this morning and for those who are leading them. God, as they grow up, we pray that they will discover that your faithfulness to us is the only thing that we can have confidence in in this world. May your faithfulness be their confidence through their entire lives. We give them to you. Bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. I have good news. So the scouts, as they were up here, and I asked them politely if they could set aside some sausages for me, and I was told only if I ate them here. <laughs> when I got to the back, little Ethan came over. I went over to him, and he said, I'll set aside some sausage for you. Thanks, Ethan. You know, we need all kinds of people in our world today. We need people to, to help us stay uh, according to the rules of life, right? It's okay to have rules. It's okay to be told that, that you have to stay here to eat this or to do that. It's okay. But it's also okay to, to, to give somebody a break <laughs> in those things. So I'm grateful uh, for, for all those. Thank you, God. For our young people, for every one of them. And thank you for laughter, right? Because laughter helps us get through a lot of difficult situations in life. Like I said, it's a complicated Sunday. These, these days are, are difficult for, for us, for a preacher, to, to, to just focus on things. When you've got the Super Bowl that is a huge distraction, and not a bad distraction, but it's just something that we go through in life. We've got a pancake breakfast, and we can smell it, and we can see it, and if you haven't had it, you're waiting for it. If you've had it, you're about ready to fall asleep because you, you're, you're, your sugar is dropping now, and you're just going <laughs> like that. 
and it's Black History Month, and we're trying to trying to make sense of all these things. But isn't life like that too? We're constantly trying to combine all kinds of things in our lives to make sense of them and to get through them every day. But I thank God that you have gathered this morning because part of making sense of this world today is you being here and you being online and being with us. So let's turn to God this morning. I want to, I want to highlight to begin a man named James Weldon Johnson. He was born in 1871. Now, remember your American history. 1871 is how many years after the end of the Civil War, mathematicians? <laughs> Few of you said six. That's good. So, so our nation is, is wounded in many ways and seeking to find healing as a body. And in that context, a black teacher is married to a black waiter. And they have a child, and they name him James. James has a brother named Rosalind. And they're born in that context, just after all the slaves in America had been freed. Let me tell you a little bit more. As, as James grew up, he was influenced by his mother, Helen, a teacher, and his father, James, a waiter. They valued education. Thank God. One of the things that I think is one of the greatest gifts that God has given to us is the ability to learn. And I'm, and I'm so proud that we have a school here at Christ the Cornerstone. It's not just a school because children need to learn. It's a school in the context of, of our Christian faith. Because God created us to learn and we need to support that school. And we have, we have visions for, for that school to increase. And that's why we have the land over here. And I've not talked about that, about that a whole lot. And I know some of you have said, well, what, why do we do that? So, but, well, we've been waiting for a long time for the right things and the right people to fall into place so that we can, we can grow this school. Why? Because God created all humans to grow and to mature and to learn. Thank you, God, that we can do that. So James learned, and his family valued education. And as he grew up, he, he got connected with a, a, a man named Thomas Ledwith. Thomas Ledwith was a lawyer in Jacksonville, Florida, where James Weldon Johnson was born. James Weldon Johnson didn't go to law school to study law. He went to the lawyer's office and Thomas Ledwith gave him exposure to the law. And James Weldon Johnson began to study and to be tutored and to teach himself law. Because why? God created us to learn. And, and, and you look at every child and, and you know, we think of children as blank slates. No, they're not. God has put into this child the capacity to learn. 
And that child doesn't have to learn to learn. That child learns. So explore, so discover. Had a, had a complaint this week because one of our children got cut on their hand by a sharp piece of mulch in, the, in our playground. It's right behind us. And as we wondered, well, how do we, how do we handle this complaint? One of the things we said, hey, it was a three-year-old boy exploring God's creation. He, he, he was playing in the mulch saying, well, feel this texture. Of course, he's risking getting hurt because life is like that. We're created to grow and learn. So James Weldon Johnson began studying law in the law office of Thomas Ledwith. He got to the point where Thomas Ledwith said, you're ready to take the bar exam. He wasn't enrolled in a college, but he did eventually. And he passed the bar exam, even though while he was taking that grueling two-hour exam, others who were taking that exam got up and walked out of the room simply because James was a black man. I'm not going to be a. If I'm not going to, I'm not going to be in this Florida law bar if there's going to be a black man in the bar. That's that's evil. And we need to call it for what it is. And it's worthy of confessing and it's worthy of changing and it's worthy of of repenting from that. So James passed the bar. He didn't practice law though. He became a principal at a school in Jacksonville where he improved the curriculum. He added ninth and 10th grades to the school. He also started the first black newspaper called the Daily American in Jacksonville. His brother, remember I mentioned Rosalind, his brother went on to college in Massachusetts, the, uh, uh, the New England Conservatory of Music. There's talent How did they learn that? Because God created us to learn. So James also had interest in music, and so he and his brother began writing songs that were sold to performers on Broadway. They got to the point where, in the 1890s, they made $12,000 a year selling their songs. That's talent. That's business. That's skill. (laughs) that's worthy of praise. They were asked to write a song in honor of Abraham Lincoln's birthday back in Jacksonville. The school asked them to write a song that would be sung by the children. I'm going to ask Fran to come, and she's going to sing that song that was written to honor Abraham Lincoln's birthday. And I hope that this song is familiar. Yeah, Fran, get up here. <laughs> She's sitting, stand up, sit down, stand up. He's not done talking. He's just, yeah, I want you to get up here. <laughs> and uh, as you hear this song, if you know it, I invite you to sing along. Follow Fran. <laughs> <laughs> 
as you, as, as you sing along. It's a beautiful song. Remember the context that I set up for the creation of this song. But also after this song, we're going to read a scripture that in my mind tells a similar story to the story that is told in this song. So pay attention to the words and, and, and let something uh, speak to, to your heart. T- to me, it, it, it's a very spiritual song. And, and it draws, it speaks to our spirit. I'll shut up and let Fran sing. I invite you to stand as we sing yes. this very solemn song, if you are able. We may be having technical difficulties. Bryce, is it playing? Maybe have to try this a different yeah, way. Absolutely. If you Let's give every me every song and sing. Let's every voice and sing. every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring ring with the harmonies of liberty let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies let it resound Loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Son of a new day begun, let us march on till victory is won. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chastening rod, felt in the days when hope unborn had died yet with a steady feet have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers died we have come over a way that with tears have been watered. We have come treading a path through the blood of the slaughtered. Out of the gloomy past 
stand at last where the white gleam of a bright star is cast. God of a weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who hast brought us thus far on the way, thou who hast by thy might led us into the light, keep us forever in thy path, we pray, lest our feet stray from the places of God where we met thee. Lest our hearts, drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. Shadowed beneath thy hand, may we forever stand true to our God, true to our name. Thank you, Fran. Powerful, powerful song. I remember singing that with my congregations in my other churches. And uh, a couple times a year, I would, I would pick that one. And it's just beautiful to hear uh, people singing that song. It's a powerful, powerful song. I want to go to Psalm 107. Because the story that is told in that song is not a new story. It's a story that has been lived out generation to generation to generation to generation, and we lament the fact that we continue to live out that story. The story of suffering, the story of tragedy, the story of people dominating other people, the, pe- the story of people over- overcoming and learning and using the things that God has given us to see God doing the work to bring us out of Tremendously difficult situations. I want to read Psalm 107. It's fairly long. We're going to pause at some places in, in, in between. But listen to the... This is Scripture. This is the truth of God in our lives. And this is an invitation for all of us to trust in God. To give ourselves to, to, to what God is leading us to do. To confess our sins. To confess that we need God. I don't know why, but this verse keeps coming to my mind. I say it fairly often. It's the beginning of the Beatitudes. Blessed are those who realize their need of God. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Just realizing that we need God opens us to the reality of the kingdom of God in us. But don't stop there in your life. 
Don't stop with a realization, uh-oh, my life is not going well. God, I need you. Don't stop there. Go to God. Confess your faith. Say, Jesus, I need you in my life, and I'm willing to do, to act, to learn. That's what the word disciple means, by the way. It means student. None of us are students if we don't do, act on what the teacher is teaching us to do. We're just bumps on a log. (laughs) Psalm 107. Uh, Give thanks to the Lord because He is good. His love, His faithful love endures forever. Then there's a question. Has the Lord redeemed you? Redeemed. Redeemed means to bring back. Redeemed means that something was lost and now it's found. Redeemed means something was destroyed but now it's restored. Something was, was, was damaged but now it's healed. Something was done wrong but now it's forgiven. Are all your sins redeemed? By the blood of Jesus Christ they are. But are you living in that redemption that he has won for us? The psalm says, has the Lord redeemed you? If so, speak out. I'm asking you. Has the Lord redeemed you? Speak out. Let the redeemed say so, says the psalm. Tell others He has redeemed you from your enemies. The Lord has protected us, for He has gathered the exiles from many lands, from east to west, from north to south. Some wandered in the wilderness, lost and homeless, hungry and thirsty, and they nearly died. Lord, help, they cried in their trouble, and He rescued them from their distress. He led them straight to safety, to a city where they could live. That's why a few minutes ago when I prayed, I said, God, you created us to live life, not just survive it. I see these TikToks from this 25-year-old young man that's dealing with cancer. I don't know how he got on my, on my page, but I'm glad he did. 25 years old, walking, doing, doing TikToks. So people can see his he's he's living life in the midst of cancer. That's possible because of what God does in our lives. Now I don't know this guy's faith. I don't know if he has any faith, but I'm willing to say bold enough that God created him to be able to live life through cancer, whether he knows it or not. Because God is good. All the time. He led them straight to safety, to to a city where they could live. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness, in deepest gloom, imprisoned in iron chains of misery. They rebelled against the words of God, scorning the counsel of the Most High. That is why he broke them with hard labor. They fell, and no one was there to help them. 
Lord, help, they cried in their trouble. And he saved them from their distress. He led them from darkness and deepest gloom. He snapped their chains. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. For he broke down their prison gates of bronze. He cut apart their bars of iron. Some were fools. They rebelled and they suffered for their sins. They couldn't stand the thought of food and they were knocking on death's door. Lord, help, they cried in their time of trouble. But guess what? He saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and he healed them. Snatching them from the door of death. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. Let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and sing joyfully about his glorious acts. Some went off to sea in ships, plying the trade routes of the world. And they too observed the Lord's power in action. His impressive works on the deepest seas. He spoke, and the winds rose up, stirring up the waves. Their ships were tossed to the heavens and plunged again to the depths. The sailors cringed in terror. They reeled and staggered like drunkards, and they were at their wits' end. Lord, help! They cried out. And he saved them from their distress. He calmed the storm to a whisper, and he stilled the waves. What a blessing was that stillness as he brought them safely into the harbor. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. Let them exalt him publicly before the congregation and before the leaders of the nation. He changes rivers into deserts and springs of water into thirsty, dry land. He turns the fruitful land into salty wastelands because of the wickedness of those who live there. But he also turns deserts into pools of water, the dry land into springs of water. He brings the hungry to settle there and to build their cities. They sow their field and plant their vineyards and harvest their bumper crops. How he blesses them. They raise large families there and their herds of livestock increase. When they increase in number and become impoverished through oppression, trouble, and sorrow, the Lord pours contempt upon their princes, causing them to wander in trackless wastelands. But he rescues the poor from trouble and increases their families like flocks of sheep. Praise the Lord. The godly will see these things and be glad, while the wicked are struck silent. Those who are wise will take all this to heart. And they will see in our history, in our history, in your lifetime, you can look back and see your history 
the faithful love of the Lord. Lord, help. I simply want to just invite you to say, Lord, help me in my trouble. And, and, and as you do that, you, 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 you're being confronted with the Lord because He hears your prayer. So listen to what the Lord is confronting you with. We say, Lord, help. And He says, what do you need? And you've got another question to ask. You, you've, got, you've got a conversation to have with God. It's a private conversation that you can have with God, so have it. Don't turn your back on God. Say, Lord, help, and walk away. Say, Lord, help, and stand there and say, I'm where, I, what do you want me to do, God? What are you giving me? Where do I go next? How will I get there? And you listen to the Lord. And in the silence, you get a thought. <laughs> because the Lord puts those thoughts there. You get a memory of an unconfessed sin in your life that is blocking you from fully experiencing the reality of God's power and forgiveness in your life. What do I do now? You, you, you say, you, you say, God, I can't come to you because there's this memory of this sin. No, don't do that. <laughs> you say, oh God, thank you for that memory. I confess my sin to you, Jesus. Forgive me. And lead me in the direction that you want me to go. That is right. That is good. That is holy. That causes me to live life rather than just survive life. God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Let's stand together. I'm going to ask Tez and Kate to come back and lead us in a song. And I'm inviting you to, to, to come and kneel here if you want to and pray to God and do that work that I've just described. Listen to God. Confess to God. Open yourself to follow what God is leading you to do. Maybe all you have to do right now is say, Lord, help. Lord, I'm so confused with my life, I don't know which way to turn. Jesus, I'm discouraged. I lost my job. How am I going to pay the mortgage? Uh, my marriage is, is horrible. I don't know what it is. But you do. Don't miss the opportunity to say, Lord, help. And let's pray. There are people at the back corners. They are very willing to pray with you. Maybe you don't know what to pray. And maybe you're afraid to say, I don't, I don't want to tell anybody my business. Don't tell them your business, but do ask them to pray for you. And, and, and I believe that the prayer that the Lord inspires them to pray for you will be appropriate for whatever you're facing. So as, we, as, as Des leads us in this song, Lord, help. And don't forget that second part of that phrase. And he rescued them 
from their trouble. I invite you to pray. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to um, actually share with you a song that I wrote, if that's okay. On top of being a worship leader, I am a songwriter. And I often write about my testimony in song. And um, as a very young child, I remember being very thirsty for love. As um, the pastor was saying, just that, being very, very thirsty. And uh, thankfully, when I was 15, I got saved. And what a relief it was to find the love of Jesus. And that's, that's what this next song is about. It's about being redeemed and not thirsty anymore, not looking anymore. I had found what I was looking for. This is called Light Up the Night. I hope you enjoy it. Bring out 
much for letting me share that. Well, God bless you guys. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. I do have some CDs available for sale for any donation um, right up front here on this table. But God bless you and have a great rest of your Sunday. You may be dismissed.